0: Everybody. Hey
1: guys, how are you doing? This is Zach. And this is Stuart.
0: And this is the Back Row Super Show. This is a Me 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 episode where we talk about the things we've been uh, consuming media-wise, things we've been doing. Um, it's kind of a, a proving ground for potential future episodes. Yeah,
1: this is stuff that probably isn't worth an entire episode, but... Yeah. Sort of what we've been uh, interested in and what we would like to share with you guys.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I know I treat them as the proving ground because sometimes I'll start talking about something and go, well, this is going to get really long and involved, so let's just do an episode on this topic. (laughs) Yeah, and you
1: know, sometimes when we listen back to these, we're like, oh, that was actually kind of interesting. I wonder if other people would find it interesting as well. Yeah. So what do you have?
0: So... Yeah, I've got five things. Okay. Um, so I got four four films in a uh, show. Four films in a show. Um, I have that's that should be a movie right there, a movie title.
1: Four films and a show. Well, you know
0: there was a joke on Community about the, in in the the fan community about yeah. like, five seasons in a movie. Uh
1: huh. Yeah. Did
0: they get their movie? No.
1: No. Dang.
0: I don't think they got their five. Well, no, they, I think they did get five seasons. Yeah,
1: but... I'm I'm pretty sure
0: that they got five seasons. But yeah. yeah. Did you like Community? Um. Did you watch it? I watched random episodes here and there, mainly, like, I watched a couple of episodes that uh, revolved around D&D, because Dan Harmon's a huge <laughs> that's right. fan. That's
1: right. Yeah, there was one episode um, about that.
0: And also, when I was in grad school, I worked a practicum at a community college, yeah. and it's like... I mean, obviously, it's not as cartoony as that's portrayed, but it's yeah. like, yeah, that's that's a fair amount of the interactions that I'm seeing here. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting. I
1: actually really liked it. Um... I, the main character, uh, the actor, was um, a host on E's Soup. And I used yeah, to watch, yeah, yeah. I used to watch The Soup a lot, and then that's what got me on Community. And so
0: he had a Netflix show that was canceled called, um, I think it was called The Joe McHale Show. Oh, it yeah. It only ran for like a season and a half, <laughs> and huh. then Netflix was like, okay, no one's watching this, we're going to pull it.
1: Oh, wow. I might have to find it's some actually, of those episodes. It's funny. Yeah.
0: Um. I mean, it's like a clip show. It's like Tosh oh, but not as like edge lordy. Yeah. Is that still happening? Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's going for I a think, while. I think it is. <laughs> Interesting. So, so what but you got? Anyway, so <laughs> what I got is the one I wanted to start off with is probably the most ridiculous one. Ooh, I um, do like
1: ridiculousness.
0: I have you ever seen Jaws: The Revenge? Uh which Jaws is that? Uh, that's the fourth one.
1: No, I think I've seen Jaws 1 and 2.
0: So, let me, let me tell you the premise of this movie. Sure, yeah. Because it is absolutely ridiculous. Um, mm. So, Sheriff Brody has passed, probably because Roy Scheider did not want to come back to yeah. this <laughs> series. Um, and so his widow... Um, and spoilers, obviously. Yeah. I mean, that's in the first, like, 30 seconds of the movie. Um, because they're coming back from a funeral.
1: Yeah. Uh, I th- when I did think. it come out?
0: Um, early 80s. Oh,
1: okay. So. Early, mid-80s, yeah. probably. This is um, probably a fairly old movie.
0: Yeah, it's fairly old. Um, I think it's older than me. Maybe not. Um, <laughs> but Ellen Brody, yeah. his, his widow, does not want to be in Amity anymore. Um, I mean, she's makes terrified sense of the water.
1: Makes sense.
0: Um, it, like it's very heavily implied. Yeah. Um, the reason your husband died is because he obsessed himself and drank himself to death with this shark like hmm. obsession, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, in the in a previous movie, their oldest son is working as an oceanographer at I think SeaWorld in Miami. Right? Yeah, but he's I believe working so. on a graduate degree. Uh, in the Bahamas, and he's doing research in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. So where else? Where better to take a woman who is terrified of the ocean than the Bahamas? Yeah,
1: where it's just surrounded by the ocean.
0: The ocean, yeah. and he's specifically studying sharks. It's like, okay, all right. Yeah. The premise of this movie is pretty sketch. Yeah, very loose. Uh, very loose. Um. She and I, I, I uh commented on this to my wife when we were watching this. This movie is largely um, it should be subtitled How Ellen Brody Got Her Groove Back yeah. because while she's in the Bahamas, she meets and falls in love with a character played by Michael Caine.
1: Oh, ooh.
0: who makes his living flying planes because you know, the Bahamas, like, it's, yeah, you have it's, to hop islands, you have to hop islands, yeah, um. Always dressed very nice. Flies planes. It's in the eighties.
1: Does he have one of those planes that can land in the yeah, water? Yeah, like a seaplane. Yeah, yeah. Um, those planes are cool.
0: He very like they never say that he's a drug smuggler, but like it's implied. Given the t- no, it's not implied no. at all. He says that he he. Um, he works for a guy on an island, and it, like, there's no implication that he's a drug smuggler. I work
1: for a guy like, on an island. <laughs> he
0: he, because it's not his plane that he's flying, but it's like, it's like, okay, so you're dressed nice all the time. Yeah. You know all these locals. You fly a plane and you work for a rich guy and you seem to be making good money. You're a hundred percent a drug smuggler. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like. Um,
1: but they don't touch that. Mario
0: Van Peebles plays a. A, a graduate student working with her son who he's in a i think he's in a wig it does not look like his real hair but he's got the little mini locks oh um and what? he's because he's supposed huh. to be a native of this island so mario van Peebles, oh. a guy who is from new york is yeah. like like i have one it. of those ridiculous accent, like over the top
1: yeah um, well, I, you know, it's the fourth Jaws movie. I don't think they were trying really, they really hard. They weren't. Um, they were probably just phoning it in.
0: It's, it's, yeah, it's super ridiculous. Like, I feel like it's... Is it good? Like, um, is it good as a bad movie? If you're a specific type of person, mm-hmm. um, yes. Okay. It is also an 80s drama, so it's very slow. Oh, uh. There's lots of talking, um, that, like, I mean, it, yes, it moves the story along, but there's no, um, the conversations don't, like, they, they, they develop the characters rather than moving story long, along, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah, um, huh. It's... I don't think it's one I would rewatch. If we were to cover the Jaws series, I would say that we should look at one and two. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, three and four are just... Dumpster uh, fires. They're dumpster fires. Like, I... They're not even,
1: like, funny dumpster fires. They're just, like, eh.
0: Well, like... So, the third one, at least, it's ridiculous, like, in that Sharknado way, because, like... Never seen Sharknado. A great white shark gets into the closed system that is a Sea World type thing, right? So that's ridiculous. Yeah. Because then it's killing people. Like, they, they have these underwater tubes that people yeah. are walking around. Um, <laughs> but, and the shark is just, like, wreaking havoc with it. So it's kind of like what the Meg did, except the Meg yeah. did it in the open water, wow. not... not I wonder if SeaWorld, C- like, heart.
1: signed off on that, saying, well, it's, it's publicity. Well, I, don't, I don't think
0: it's actually SeaWorld. Oh, I, oh. Like, it's, like, it's a light...
1: Yeah, it's... Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Um, and then the fourth one, yeah, like, like I said, it's mainly the story of the fourth one is how Ellen Brody got her groove back, because she's hooking up with, with Michael Kane Hey,
1: you know, she's a widow.
0: Um, I think Michael Michael Kane has a, a pretty good quip, because he was being interviewed, and he was asked, um how he feels about his performance in Jaws the Revenge. And I think his response was something along the lines of, well, I've never watched it, but I can say that the house that it bought was very nice. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, that's, a, so that's a good line. That's yeah.
0: A, yeah. That's, that's a fairly good reaction. I mean, um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I guess watch Jaws the Revenge if you want to see Michael Caine, like, being all suave and charming. I mean, does Medicaid he phone play.
1: it in? Like, is his acting... No, I mean, acting... His,
0: his acting is about what it normally is. Okay. Like, it's not...
1: It's not, like... It's
0: not bad, and it... He doesn't seem like he'd rather be somewhere else, because, let's face it, they're filming on location. Yeah, so, so you're at the Bahamas, He's in so. the Bahamas, so, like, what's Why he got to complain about? Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, like, watch it if you, you, um... Like bad movies of a certain stripe. I don't know. I've I've been told that um,
1: your taste isn't that
0: great. My taste. Well, no. So I have a very specific taste, it's, and some someone else has commented on it. Uh, Richard, the uh, a, a previous co-host. Yeah. Um,
1: I believe with his
0: um, has commented when that, you're doing
1: the World of Warcraft movie.
0: No, no, it wasn't no. during the World of Warcraft movie. But he he was commenting recently that. Over the years, he's seen that my my taste in movies is kind of like if you imagine the quality of a movie mm-hmm. on a on like a like a diagram or a scale. Yeah. That my taste is like an inverse um, bell curve, where oh. I I really like things that are really really good. Yeah. And I really like things that are really really, really bad. bad. But if it's middling, I really hate it. Yeah.
1: Oh, I mean, <laughs> I I feel like a lot of people have that kind of feeling, like yeah, you know, it's. It's funny to see a bad movie, like, just to see a horrible movie because you get to make fun of it. But what an actual bad movie is, it's just something that doesn't do anything. Something that doesn't hit on any cylinders.
0: Well, see, um, when I watch bad movies, Mm. like, things that I know that are bad, I'm not watching them to laugh at them. Like, I actually appreciate... Because all, all these people took time to work on something that they thought True. was going to be good, and so I I appreciate the effort that goes in. Yeah, yeah. Um, because like at least twice a year, I will rewatch the Dungeons and Dragons movie because I legitimately like it and yeah. it's a good movie. Yeah, um, I, I, I say that unironically. Yeah, like, yeah. I really like it. Um,
1: I haven't seen that in a long time. I need to re-watch you, it with you. Did
0: you go to the theater with your gaming group to watch it like I did?
1: M- maybe was I. Part of that game? Uh,
0: no, no, because no, no. In... this movie would have come out in I think two thousand. Oh
1: no, it, it probably came out not. as
0: a promotional vehicle for third edition being released. Ah, uh, I think
1: I think I probably saw it the first time with you when you were like,
0: oh, we were living it. together. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's a high chance of when you first saw it because, probably. like I said, I watch it at least twice a year.
1: Like, I don't think I saw it in theaters.
0: Yeah, I went to theater. Well, and so when it came out, I wasn't driving. And so I feel bad, kind of, because my dad drove us to see this movie. Yeah. And so it's me and three other guys. And we're all, like, the the three other guys, I think, like, two of my friends were, like, yeah, I mean, we're in a movie. That's yeah. cool. And then me and another friend were like, that was awesome. Yeah. And then my dad, who has never played D&D. Oh, and he watched only... it with you? Yeah, like, because mm. he went to the movies with us, was just like, yeah, that's that's a movie. Glad you guys are having fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> dad yeah, yeah. Dad duties. Yeah, dad duties. But yeah, because yeah, like his only exposure to D and D was like he had a videographer once um, that he would freelance work out to. And did you never play with your family?
1: No. Like, okay. You didn't get like your whole family together though to, to run roll D&D some games? dice. Yeah.
0: Mm-mm. Huh. Okay. No. Just my brother. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So yeah. So yeah. Instead of watching Jaws of Revenge, watch the D and D. There you Jeremy go, Jeremy Irons. Uh, there's two sequels. Um, I didn't
1: even know there were sequels
0: One of them is good The other one Is just kind of a generic fantasy movie That was filmed like in Bulgaria
1: Do they make D&D references? Like, ah, that was a critical hit In the first two they do In the
0: third one they're just like "Mm." They don't say critical hit
1: Or like armor class I think the
0: first one
1: I'm a rogue, I'm going to roll the do something
0: so in the first one the two characters are explicitly rogues um
1: oh they they had two of the same classes
0: in there well one of them is a rogue fighter oh he split his thing so the reason i know this is that wizards of the coast when they were pushing this movie helping push this movie for their own purposes yeah um released a free adventure um module yeah that was basically the movie and the pre-gen characters were the characters from the movie so that's kind of cool there was a ridley was a level i think level two fighter level one rogue snails was a level three rogue marina was a level three wizard Mm -hmm. um and then uh, i forget the name of the dwarf actually i don't think they ever say his name
1: i'm sure he probably has a name
0: Anyway, he's like a level three fighter. Okay. Um, even though he rages in it. like Maybe he he's a barbarian. They, well, no, like his class in the no. thing was a fighter. No. Huh. You'd think they would have made him a barbarian, but mm. I guess they just wanted to go with rogue fighter wizard.
1: Yeah. I mean, the classic. <laughs> yeah,
0: the classic. Um, oh, man, that would be a good episode. It, what if I ran a game of the? If I could find it, if I could dig it up, that would be kind of cool. Um, running a game for you and some friends, yeah, where we run through the movie <laughs> because See. it's literally they run it through the movie,
1: the entire movie, yeah, yeah, huh? Or even well, no, just it's like... not
0: literally. They um, it's it's the um, the thieves guild maze scene.
1: I mean, I don't remember much of that movie.
0: It's that, and I think getting the staff.
1: Hmm. Maybe we should do an episode on. The D&D movie.
0: Yeah, maybe we should. Uh, yeah, watch the D&D movie. Um, don't bother with Jaws the Revenge. Um, <laughs> I like how this <laughs> took
1: a real weird turn.
0: Yeah, this is a real rollicking and ro- wild rock. Well, we haven't recorded in a while. No, so. yeah,
1: so, so um, we're all... Sorry to th- break
0: th- the veil. Uh,
1: uh, so I, I also watched some movies, too. Um, I, I ended up watching... Um, and you should definitely listen to our book report on uh, Something Wicked This Way Comes. But I had the honor of watching the Disney movie of the book.
0: Which I haven't seen in probably 25 years. Yeah, this so was the first how was viewing. So this movie?
1: So it's nothing like the book. I mean, there's a <laughs> lot of the same characters and stuff. Yeah. Um, this has a real, like, strong kind of... Not strong, but there's a lot of, like... Christian aspects in it, where they're like, "Oh yeah, you know uh, the right and wrong between like Mister Dark and the Holloway and um, I forget the father's name, but uh, well, uh, not Charles. Charles Holloway is like the uh, protagonist. Yeah, he is. He is the main character here. Where in the book, the boys are kind of the main characters yeah. and stuff. The the boys are." definitely have a lot of uh, scene presence but it's more focused on the father and everything like that um, but it's it's interesting like there you still get the um, the whole carnival you get the whole aspect of good versus evil though with good they're kind of focusing more on like the Christian good versus like love good but love still is you know important and everything like that it's just more of like oh they're Devils, you know, Satan's devils and everything like that. Um, The movie does neander for quite a while. Like, it really kind of like...
0: When did that movie... Did you have a chance to see when that movie came out? Like, early 80s, I'm assuming? Yeah, it's
1: early 80s. It's sort of around that same time that they did uh, Witch Mountain and everything. Um,
0: So Witch Mountain was the 70s, I think. Yeah, I think it's
1: probably more around the 70s than the 80s. Um, they throw in a lot of just, like, random characters, like a bartender who is an amputee. Like, a double amputee and stuff like that. How does he serve drinks? Uh, he's got one arm. Oh. He's got one arm and one leg. Um, and... I was just
0: imagining an unhygienic bar (laughs) store
1: where he's, like, pouring drinks with his feet. With his feet and everything. Um, and just a lot of the pacing's very strange, but, um... But it's an interesting movie. Um, I, the music's really good. Um, it's the same uh, composer who composed Balto. Disney's Balto. Oh. Yeah. So that was interesting uh, to realize.
0: I never saw Balto. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: I saw it a long time ago. All I remember, it's like a sled dog, but the dogs part wolf, so they, um, you know, make fun of him. And, you know, racist or not racist, yeah. but specious. Yeah. Because he has half wolf in him. But then, you know, he uses his wolf side to like, uh, become better at navigating the land because the wolf is kind of an analogy for Native Americans.
0: <coughs> <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to have to cut that cough. <laughs> <That's fine.
1: laughs> so it's, it's a weird movie. Wow. Balto's a okay. weird movie. Um, but going Great. back to this movie, like, It's weird, like, Holloway is um, a very strange character. So his big thing is, like, his regret that um, he didn't save his child from a a river. Like, he saw uh, Will drowning, and he's like, I didn't do anything because I'm a coward. And not, like, because of his old age. It's like, you know, my heart's not that great, and my, like, I guess my temptation is... I have all this regret. I wish I could go back in time and like save you from the river, but this old drunk man ended up saving you. He didn't even take off his oh, boots. Oh, so Will
0: is saved. So yeah. why is he?
1: I, I don't know. He's just re- he's regretting that he didn't do anything. I thought
0: this was going to like when you said that I, in my yeah. head, I was like, Will so is Will a ghost no. or a figment of his imagination? Will's still there, or... but
1: like. Halloway's just, like, lamenting that he didn't have the courage to save him from this river because his father never taught him how to swim. Oh. So oh. this drunk man on the riverbank ended up saving Will. And he's like, you Great. know... Yeah. And it's, it's like, that doesn't seem too bad. Like, that's, like, his big hang-up is, like, that's his temptation to, like...
0: Yeah, that seems really weird.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's strange and, um... And then he, like, talks to Will a lot about death. Like, he's going to die. Not Will, but, like, he, him being an old person, he's going to die and stuff like that. And it's, it's just kind of, it's a strange turn. Yeah. Um, And then, like, the Dust Witch doesn't really get much, like, screen time. And even Mr. Dark doesn't get that much screen time. But when he is on screen, boy, whoever, I forget the actor's name, but, like, he does a good job as Mr. Dark. He's, he's very menacing, okay. very sly, slimy and everything. It's a really good, like, interpretation of Mr. Dark. Um, the weirdest thing, though, is, like, so the carnival tempts, like, all of the um, town, pretty much. Like, they get the um, school teacher becoming younger, yeah. you know, like in the uh, book. They get the bartender who isn't in the book, like, he gets his arms back, or his arm and his leg back, and, uh, he's younger. So they get, like, everybody back. And then they end up, like, you know, confronting the, um, uh, the two boys and Will, or, um, not Will, uh, Will's father confront the carnival, they defeat him with the power of love, and, like, being a good Christian, and then at like the very end, wait. How do they show him being a good Christian? Like you know, caring for your fellow man and everything along those lines. They went to the library and they were like talking about um, how he's a demon and everything, and that the rains are going to wash them away and whatnot, and send their carnival back to hell.
0: So there's a biblical prophecy, but again, how do they show him specifically being a good Christian? You yeah. Know, like, he's just being a good person? He's just being a
1: good person. But okay. But, like, he references a lot of, like, Christianity and stuff like that. So. Weird.
0: Okay. I mean, it's it's not... Uh, no, it's weird in the context of the movie. Not that yeah. that being weird, but, like, the, in the context of the movie, that's it's weird that they would have changed that?
1: I think because they wanted to give it more of, like, a... <clears throat> I guess, a religious spin a little bit. Um, it is, like, interesting to sort of see a lot of the visuals, especially with, um, you know, the time frame that this movie was made in. A lot of the visuals are kind of cool for what they did back, back in the day and everything like that. Um, that was really interesting. But, like, at the very end, it leaves things very unresolved because the, you know, two boys and, um the father go back into town, and apparently they're the only people in town. Like, everybody who was sucked into the carnival is, like, not in the town. Like, I was expecting, like, (laughs) the town to be populated because, like, Will's mother ends up being a part of the uh, carnival. Yeah. And, you know, you don't see her at the end of the movie. You don't see any of these characters. Like, the barber who was tempted with, like... (laughs) Tempted with womenly flesh and stuff like that. There was a really weird line when the barber goes into like the fortune teller and the fortune teller is like, oh, I've noticed that you haven't had the scent of women's flesh near you. It's like, ugh, that's kind of a women's women's flesh. flesh? Yeah.
0: That's how serial killers talk. It's super
1: weird. It was like a super weird line. I was like, what does that mean? And then, like, he gets pulled what into he means the.
0: perfume, right? Like, that's. Do they mean perfume? Because, like. The flesh scent of is women. Ble- yeah. Right, but <laughs> can you tell the difference if, if you were to butcher a person? No. Because I'm not crazy, I'm not, not a woman, serial killer. Could you tell the flesh apart? No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like,
1: and if I said yes to that question, you might want to call the cops. Yeah, that's
0: true. <laughs> but no, like that's really weird. That was an a odd really line. weird
1: lie. Yeah, it kind of like it, it jarred oh, me. No. I was like, whoa, what? And then there's a scene of him like in the like tent with all the belly dancers, the barber, and everything. Yeah. And, like, getting um, tempted by all these women. and Was uh, he just,
0: like, smelling their hair? He, he,
1: they were touching him. He was smelling. And then he, like, his shirt magically disappears. Oop. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> it's, it's super strange.
0: <laughs> I and, don't remember any of this now yeah. that you're describing it. Like, I need to go back and rewatch this.
1: And there's another line where uh, Mr. Uh, Dark is, like, to will he's like oh we're going to change you into a baby and then i'm going to give you to one of my like you know since there's a bunch of freaks in the carnival and stuff like that with one of the uh uh people who had dwarfism he's like i'm going to give you to him and he's going to raise you as a baby it's like that's strange and like the guy's that's like a weird plan. <laughs> yeah. And the guy was super excited to have a baby. Is so. he
0: implying that he'll <laughs> raise him into a dwarf? Because that's not how dwarfism works. I don't
1: know. It's it's really strange. Like a lot of these lines were just like, oh, that's that's odd. <laughs> but yeah, at the end of the movie, like the entire town is empty except for uh Will um Nightshade uh what was his name um his buddies Jim, Jim the, Nightshade Jim. yeah and then Will's father those were the only people in town and I was like again expecting people to sort of like vanish or like reappear in the town be like hey we're a-okay but nope I guess once you you know give in to the temptation you're stuck and we you're just... going you're going back to hell
0: huh. yeah so, no redemption.
1: No That's redemption, cool. yeah.
0: That's cool. Yeah,
1: so it's just them three in a town now. Huh. Yeah, and again, like, Will's mom is tempted, and, like, he seems okay at the very end. Like, they're all frolicking in the town and stuff like that, and it just... Hard in Credits roll. I'm like, oh. Huh. <laughs> I thought there would have been, like, some revel- like revelation or, you know... I don't know, something to, like, kind of wrap up the story, but nope, that's it. Okay. So it's a very strange movie. Um, I I mean, I would kind of recommend it just to see, like, how wacky and crazy it is. Um, Because there are, like, some interesting scenes. Again, when Mr. Dark's on screen, like, whoever this actor was, he has a big present. Um... And it's just kind of funny to see some of the, uh, scenes between Will and his father because they're so, like, you know, these kid actors were okay, but, like, that's not how kids talk. Like, they were talking yeah, to each other. Yeah,
0: they were using lines. In, yeah. yeah. they were just mouthpieces for the writer. Yeah, yeah.
1: They, they seemed like adults talking. And it was really weird having that interaction between Will and his dad. His dad was, like, things that fathers probably shouldn't talk to their kids about, like, I'm going to die soon, so, you know, that sucks. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. And he's like, I know you really hate me for not jumping into the uh, river and saving you. And he's like, the kid never brought it up. It's just, like, you keep on bringing it up.
0: <laughs> I mean, the kid's alive, so I don't know why... Yeah,
1: why he's regretting it so much. That would be so a much.
0: huge re- like... Yeah, it's just really weird. Yeah,
1: it's strange. Anyway, but I still would recommend this movie, just to, like, if you've read the book. Yeah, (laughs) well, yeah, and just sort of, like, see the weird, wacky movies that they made back in, like, the 70s and stuff. See the strange Disney movies. I
0: hope that Disney Plus, um...
1: They're not going to have it. They're not? No. Uh, yeah, I, I looked for it there.
0: See, the more I hear about Disney Plus, the less and less I want it. Because you saw where they're just like cutting out things from movies, and it's like that's not how.
1: Oh, they're anything. cutting out.
0: Yeah, like they're they're cutting out like a, some post credit scene at the end of Toy Story two because parents complained about it when it was in theaters.
1: Oh, huh. Um, no, I hadn't heard about that.
0: They're they're cutting out. Um, the crows from uh, Dumbo. So they're going to make a movie that's oh. a, that's an hour long, less, less than, than an hour. Um, well, I mean, the, well, it right? Was but like, fairly um,
1: racist.
0: no, no, it oh, it totally is. Yeah, like, but. so my my feeling on it is like maybe they could do what Warner Brothers did with or had been doing with their Looney Tunes stuff yeah. where they say these are wrong views. Yeah. This is the context that they were happening in. Um, learn from it. Learn from Don't it. Don't try to hide This is it. how we progress. Yeah,
1: I think I like think that there's would be something that
0: runs before it, but like mm-hmm. Disney is just like, no, this never happened.
1: Yeah, it trying to like it's like okay, close well, your eyes and if pretend. you're
0: altering history, then I'm not. Yeah, that yeah, like does
1: kind of suck. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, you know, we have to learn from things. Um, but yeah, so that was a very interesting movie. I'm glad that I was able to read the book and then watch the movie. It gave me a... Uh, Better context. Mm, and yeah. an interesting perspective. Again, uh, if you've read the book, if you read it with us, or if you listened to our podcast, I would recommend uh, watching the movie.
0: Yeah. I think that's what we should do. If we have, in the future, with, and this is some behind-the-scenes stuff that may or may not get cut, but um, if we have a book that has an actual film adaptation, maybe yeah. we should do a book club and then a... Movie, the next yeah. episode, cover the movie. Yeah. That way, I think so. That way we can kind of like comment on the differences. <laughs> yeah. Because there's usually a lot. I think that would be uh, really interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think other people. And if this doesn't get cut, um, let us know. Send us an yeah, shoot email.
0: shoot us an email at, uh, at Yeah.
1: We would love to hear your input. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Was for that me?
0: Okay. Yep. Um. So the other thing I watched was Throw Mama from the Train. Have you ever seen this?
1: No. I've never... I didn't even know that existed. So... Is that a movie? Yes,
0: it's a movie. Okay. It's got Billy Crystal and Danny DeVito in it. Huh. Uh, Billy Crystal is a... He's a um, an author, but he's a professor at a community college that's teaching, like, a creative writing course. Yeah. Um, he's also going through a very bitter divorce. Danny DeVito plays a guy that is in the class. Mm-hmm. He also lives with his very domineering, very hateful mom. And so he watches a Hitchcock film festival in a theater, back when theaters used to do that more frequently. Yeah. I wish
1: theaters did that now. Or it's like
0: Hitchcock I don't think Hitchcock directed. It, it it's an old crime movie that's based on an older novel mm-hmm. called Strangers on a Train.
1: Oh. I don't know. Where...
0: So two guys... Uh, it's part of the Ripley series. So like Talented Mr. Ripley. All of that. All those novels. Um, oh, okay. yeah. And Talented Mr. Ripley is actually a really good movie. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I have not. Um, but... The moment from the train... The movie they're watching... Uh, Strangers on a Train... The whole thing is that these two guys both meet and... Um, just by happenstance... Uh, in the movie, at least. And say, hey, look, there's someone you want taken out of your life. I want that same thing, too. How about we kill each other's person? That way, we have alibis. There's no motive. Hmm. Crisscross, right? Yeah.
1: I can see so many things going wrong with that.
0: Yes. So, it spills into the real world where Danny DeVito's character finds out about um, his ex-wife. Uh, Billy Crystal's ex-wife. And yeah. so, he... Kills her and then tries to hold <laughs> Billy Crystal up to this bargain he never agreed to. Uh, yeah. Um. Okay. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a really interesting... So it came out in the, I think, late 80s, early 90s. I think it's a Barry Sonnen film. film. So very dark humor. Yeah. You can tell that it's, like, right up Danny DeVito's alley because he loves movies Probably, like that. Probably, yeah, yeah. Um, it's really good. I highly recommend it. Oh, nice. Um, yeah.
1: Is it um, available, like, on Netflix? Um, or, or you- I
0: saw it on... Oh, no, I checked it out from the library, because oh, I saw okay. they had it on DVD. Nice. I had not seen that movie probably in 20 years. Aww. My parents had it on VHS, <laughs> and they went out for a date night one time, and I you
1: just watched just it. Just watched
0: yeah. the movie. Nice. Ended mm. up liking it, even as... I guess a tw- 10, 12 year old. No. It, it's, it's a funny movie. Yeah. Um, Cause I mean, it's got Billy Crystal and Danny DeVito. Ah, it's super dark. It probably informs my sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Um, but yeah, I recommend everyone see it. Ah,
1: sweet. Uh, so this will probably be my last thing. <coughs> um, so, uh, the new season of my hero academia came out. So, oh, okay. um, I've talked about it on previous Me Me Me's. I really enjoy this series.
0: And this is the one where they're characters who are going to superhero school, basically. Yes. Okay. So
1: basically everybody has like a quirk.
0: And is it like X Men then? Or is it just like. Kind is of. it like a more open than, than Professor X's? Like, because Professor X's school, it's like just. It's the School for Gifted young, Youngsters. No, it's it's and open. It's secret. Okay, so this is... Se- so,
1: yeah, it's like a government-run sort of deal. Uh, like, okay. it's very public and everything. But, yeah, like, quirks are pretty much mutant powers. Everybody has one specific thing that they can do. Like, you know, freeze water or blink and, I don't know, shoot fire out of their nose or something like that. Um, but it's really interesting. It's really kind of cool... To see what they do with those particular like superpowers and stuff like that. And um, the show's writing is fantastic. I really enjoy it. Um, The animation style is beautiful. I really enjoy like a lot of the fight sequences. um, A lot of just sort of the back and forth between characters. um, All of the like main characters. Because you know it's following a group of students. uh, A classroom of students and everybody is very memorable. Everybody's, like, very cool, and you really want to get to know them better. So I've really, like, fallen in love with the show. And it's very popular, too. Like, you know, most people who watch anime probably have watched an episode of two of this, if not the entire series. Um, but I'm glad that they've um, put out a new series, uh, a new um, uh, season. This is season three now. And... They didn't sort of, like, fall into that pit trap that Attack on Titans had or, you know, um, One Punch, where the seasons are so far apart that people lose interest. Yeah. It seems like they knew that this was going to be a big hit, and they're really putting resources into producing this show.
0: Well, it's a Shonen Jump show, right? Yes. Yeah, so it's so. it's they've got tons of material to draw from. Yeah,
1: yeah. so so it's it's really good. Yeah. Um, so far, the three um, episodes, the first three, are kind of setups. Um, nothing uh, super interesting has happened, but it's always kind of uh, cool just to sort of see where the show is going because these three episodes definitely kind of um, show you what kind of direction they want to take the um, the story in, and I'm all on board. So I really appreciate that. Though the first episode, and I'm. I guess a lot of animes do it, but the first episode's kind of a recap of the previous two seasons. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I've seen those previous two seasons. I don't need a recap, but I understand why they do it. Yeah. Um like
0: in a very heavy-handed like clip show way or is yeah, it Yeah,
1: kind of like okay. this um like beach vacation type? No, it's more of an interview like this um Reporter comes. So there's a framing. So it's a fix-up. It's a fix. Yeah. Okay, where he's like interviewing, it. and they're like, "Oh, you remember blah blah blah," and they're like, "Yeah." And I thought here's you meant it was just entirely like. No, no, okay. no, no. Um So you know, I understand why they do it, um, but yeah, it wasn't the like strongest episode. But the uh, next two episodes were really cool. Just sort of like seeing where they're going to take the uh, the series, and this is. Um, it's interesting because when I was watching the first two seasons, um, they had already come out, like, the, the full season had already been released, so now I'm kind of being, uh, drip-fed, and it's, it's definitely different, because, you know, you can kind of binge the entire season.
0: I would prefer to binge.
1: Yeah, I p- prefer to binge, too. And I was thinking to myself, like, maybe I'm not going to keep up with this until, the entire season is over and then I'll binge it just because I kind of like, you know, when you watch an episode and then you have to wait a week to watch the next episode, you kind of for not not forget, but like you forget small little details. Yeah. Um, that you, you can remember when you watch it and sort of binge it, it just like carries over and you're like, okay. So I'm curious to see like what other people, um, do if other people like wait until the entire series is out and then watch it, or do they watch like an episode when it first comes out just so you're not spoiled or anything like that yeah because I know you know if I am going to sort of like wait I'm definitely going to have to stay off a lot of forums, some of the uh, anime like areas and stuff because I don't want to be spoiled, but um yeah, I'm actually curious um if you want again to write to us you can definitely write to us and let us know what you prefer if you prefer you know like watching it when the episode comes out or if you enjoy just like watching the entire series when the season comes out
0: and I know I prefer mm-hmm. to binge yeah um, like when Disenchanted came out to Netflix I saw that it was just part one of season one yeah and I waited a full year to watch the full thing because yeah. it's like don't do that don't yeah don't drip feed me. So, well, like, and in, in I listen to um, The Adventure Zone, yeah. which, very good podcast. If no one's ever listened to it, go listen to The Adventure Zone if you like D&D.
1: Yeah, I think we've talked about it a couple um, times.
0: But, like, with Amnesty and with the, the balance mm-hmm. um, storylines, yeah. like, I would just wait for the entire, either the chapter to be released. Yeah. Or the entire arc like with amnesty i just waited for the entire arc and then i went back and listened to all like 30 episodes yeah because it's like and it's nice i'm not going to keep track every two weeks and i don't care about but like again like you were saying i don't care about spoilers
1: yeah i kind of care about spoilers but you just have to stay safe just don't go on to websites that you know are going to spoil you yeah yeah so that's it for me oh okay
0: Um, so, the other movie that I watched was Unbreakable. Oh. Have you ever seen that? Yes, I have. It's a, um, M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that there's enough in that one and also the other two that bookend it. Mm -hmm. That we could probably do an episode on it, so I'll be brief with this this time. But it's part of the the East Rail 177 trilogy. uh, trilogy. Um, So, Unbreakable's the first one. Mm-hmm. Splits the second And then Glass is the third Yeah I've not seen Glass I
1: haven't seen Glass either I've seen the other two
0: Um Unbreakable is really interesting In terms of setting up A cinematic Like comic yeah. Universe Just because the whole thrust Of the movie is Does he ha- Does Bruce Willis's character Actually have superpowers Or is he going crazy Or yeah, yeah Or is he going crazy Is it a bunch of coincidences And it's It's a really Like It's I could see this being um, adapted in graphic novel format and still working really well.
1: I think it is a uh, um, a comic. Is it? Yeah, I th-
0: I, I thought so. it was M Night Shyamalan like original movie. Oh, maybe. Maybe it is. I'm Maybe pretty it sure is. it's yeah. an original yeah. movie, and he's just a comic book fan. But I could definitely see this being adapted in like like a Vertigo-type, like darker, Yeah. you know, black and white, almost sketch-like art. Like, I could totally see it.
1: Yeah, sort of. Um, yeah.
0: Less yeah. four-color, more more like grimdark, early 90s style. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it's, yeah, and I really like um, uh, Samuel L. Jackson's performance in that. Yes. And it's an, a very different... And I think interesting character, too.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I do think that he was able to sort of um, spread his acting chops while playing this character. Yeah,
0: everyone does a really good job in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I really recommend it. And for future notes, like I said, I think one of my topics yeah. in the future will be the East Rail 177 trilogy, since it's pretty much closed off now. Yeah,
1: I think, I think that would be good. Yeah. Did you...
0: that's it for me okay yeah. oh okay gotcha so, so. the other one uh, I wanted to talk about is also one that I think would be good fodder for the future mm-hmm. it's got two names I've seen it advertised as when I picked it up in the library it's uh, it's called the Congress hmm. everywhere else I've seen it reviewed it's called Robin Wright at the Congress um, I've never and it's heard a of movie this. it's based on an old uh, Sci-fi novel from probably the '50s or '60s. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the name of it. I probably should have written it down, but I didn't. Yeah. Um, but the the the, the movie is probably very very different than the the book, obviously, because Robin Wright was not a living person when this book was written. Yeah. Um, you you know who Robin Wright is, mm-hmm. though, right? She she plays uh, Princess Buttercup in um, Princess Bride. Yeah. Uh, she is. Um, the first well, she's she is the wife of kevin spacey in house of cards uh that's her most recent role oh i, I didn't know that i um, haven't seen house of cards so it's really good but yeah if you don't like grimdark things you, you're you not gonna like it <laughs> nah, <laughs> or nah. political things you're not gonna like it nah, yeah but um robin wright at the congress is <clears throat> she's playing a fictionalized version of herself and she's given this, like, in the, in the framing of the movie, she is given a very sick son. Okay. Um, and so she gets offered this one-time deal from a studio where they're going to pay her an extravagant amount of money. She'll never have to act in any movie again. She cannot act in any movie again. Right? Okay. They don't care what she does elsewise, but she can't act in film. What they're going to do is they motion capture her and they take voice samples of her over the course of like a week or two. Yeah. And she's no longer acting in movies. The studio can just put her in whatever. Uh, that's weird. Yeah. Which is interesting because with, especially interesting. with the de-aging stuff that they're doing now. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's or, that's or, or there's another thing that came up uh, just last week I was listening to this podcast where There's a movie coming out next year, slated to be coming out next year, Mm. set in Vietnam. Yeah. That is going to have... James Dean's estate has signed off on them using his likeness in this movie as an actor. Wow. So they are going to digitize James Dean to be in a movie. Yeah, it's it's
1: really... He's been
0: dead since 19... I think 55...
1: It's really that whole weird, uncanny valley. It's the same thing with like the hologram of um, of um, that one rapper um, who died. Oh, Tupac. Tupac, yeah. yeah, yeah, which is so strange. Like, you know, again, I know that the estates sign off on these sort of things, but like, it's just a weird, uncanny valley that it's like that's. Well, not- the
0: technology is getting better. I mean, even
1: um, even that the technology is getting better, it's still like you know that that character is not alive. And yeah. Even if they could make it look like a actual person, um, and you, it wouldn't be you know it'd be indistinguishable. I still think there would be a bit of an uncanny valley of like I know that person is dead. It's strange watching that character or that person, not even that character that actor on screen yeah it'd just be weird for me
0: yeah i mean it i i just like this because it's a very prescient movie
1: yeah it sounds cool i mean it came
0: out in like 2011 i think yeah so So it's it's older than marvel has started de-aging people yeah so like it's someone who knows where the trend in movies is going to go which is unfortunate because there are other actors. If you want a James Dean type, mm-hmm. you could find a James, James Dean, Dean type. type. Yeah, like, there are actors that need work. They're just making it a harder industry to get uh, into. I yeah, know because they want things that will sell, and what will sell is a big known movie star who may or may not be alive.
1: Yeah, right? again, uh, hopefully this isn't, but this doesn't catch on or something.
0: But I mean, this movie is very interesting because yeah, like, it does it, sound interesting. It moves between. Either present day or near future to because Robin Wright is a real person, and she's playing a fictional version of herself. Yeah. Into far farther future where she's you know sixty or seventy, and the Congress is is the meeting of all of these industries. Yeah. Right. But and like people are are uh, applauding her for films that she was she never doesn't. in, but no one knows because she signed an NDA. Yeah no one knows that she is not actually in these movies That's so as a person. Crazy. so yeah. when she goes as an older person, they're like, oh, I loved your work and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Why haven't you acted in, in, in a while? And it's because she's older. Like, some people don't even recognize her. Yeah. Um, that would be an interesting but there movie, are, yeah. There, Like, it's split between um, live action and then there's a long animated section where huh. like they're stylized because I mean they're not rather than making her up for half the movie as an old person they just animated oh that's really cool that way well and it also opens them up to do really ridiculous strange things stuff. yeah um it's a very psychedelic uh setting in I'm
1: the I'm interested sections. you, yeah, you no, sold it really to me cool. yeah. yeah yeah it's
0: a really good movie I mean um, that's
1: just a really interesting concept too I uh, yeah I would be interested in like kind of diving more into that yeah yeah
0: Um, well, good. Um, the, uh, last thing I did is I watched a show called Happen Leonard that was on Netflix. I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but, um, it's an IFC television show. It's only three seasons and each season is like six episodes. Hmm. And they're adaptations of a book series of the two characters who are, they're not detectives, but they get caught up in these like weird, like. Pulp fiction y type capers okay. right yeah um, it's interesting I, I recommend it if you like that style of um, novel like a John D McDonald novel or uh, if you like that type of, of movie or show um, you know they're they're not at all law enforcement officials like yeah. they like the first episode or the first season they're guys that work on a rose farm, um, clipping roses, like, to be sold, um, elsewhere, and they get pulled into being part of a, um, it's not a heist, it's, it's salvaging the remains of a heist that were never found, so, but, like, it's still, like, in that criminal, like, underground type world, um, it's got real rough language. Uh, it's so it's set in the early '80s. Yeah. So if you don't like people slinging around, um, ooh, yeah, slurs, one of the characters is a gay black man, and the show is set in Texas, ooh. in the early '80s. So there's there's a fair amount of slurs Oof. that get thrown. Oof. Um, and it's then, big uh his his uh, childhood friend uh, is the white guy that like will like go off on people. So yeah. it, it's it's a very rewarding show to yeah. watch because you watch shitheads get the crap kicked out of them. Yeah. Um I I liked it because I like that um that I guess that genre of of book. Like I like more yeah. Leonard than John D. McDonald style. Yeah, I can see that things. being up your alley. Yeah. So uh yeah, I recommend that and that was I I I don't know if I would recommend it as a longer show to cover. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I I feel like I've I've mined this for two things to to watch in the future. How yes. how do you feel about Something Wicked? Do you want to cover that as movie form?
1: Maybe yeah. I mean, again, it I don't think There's that there would enough, be enough, enough substance. Okay. Um just because it's really strange and the pacing's really there and really off and stuff like that so gotcha maybe not but okay yeah i know. can
0: see that not being long enough really for a yeah full thing yeah uh but since we've talked everyone's ears off and this is probably the longest meeting me- me ever i know i know i had to cut um, some stuff <laughs> um yeah i could see you make like correct this up no no Stop no I, I was just shit. more I was um, more like,
1: I'm, you know, I'm done with my two things. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, no, we went long, which is fine. Hopefully people like it. More
0: content. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you want to get in contact with us um, and maybe recommend some things for us to check out, uh, gmail.com yeah. is our email address. And you
1: can answer some of the questions that we've posed to you guys.
0: Yeah. Um, the Facebook, which is Backrow Row Super Show, four separate words... Uh, has a nerd fight going on where we pit two IP properties against each other.
1: um, That's right. Go and and check that out.
0: see who wins that popularity contest. The main show, the next episode, I think is going to be Ninja Turtles, the 1990 movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then the current book club book is Catcher in the Rise. So read that. That'll probably come up in a couple weeks. Yep. Um... But yeah other than that um, we should be good check out our patreon it's patreon.com/ slash row super show that's right you um, can
1: check out all of the tiers that we've got out there um,
0: yeah we and, just have the two we have the the uh, five dollar <laughs> although any money donated helps we put all of it back into the show yeah hundred
1: um, percent goes back into this
0: um, five a uh, five dollar tier um, gets access to all the writing stuff which I have to throw more writing stuff up on there.
1: Yeah, and uh, Um, some of our uh, Let's Plays and whatnot.
0: Yeah, Let's Plays and things like that. $20, uh, you get to dictate to us a thing to do, and we can kind of determine and go back and forth on that. And... um, yeah, it's subject to approval. Like we're not yeah, gonna, we're not going we're to, not to not do gonna, something
1: yeah. super crazy or you know.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sitting going to like, And watching um, 24 hours of Andy Warhol film.
1: Yeah, or um, reading like Mein Kampf.
0: Yeah, we're not. We're <laughs> not doing anything like that. Uh, so if that's what you want to throw your money at, um, uh,
1: we'll probably say no. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, if yeah yeah, but. We've rambled enough, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, as always, be kind, rewind. Stay golden. And we'll see you next week.
0: Bye.